Hello everybody, how's everyone doing? Hopefully you guys are well. You're joyful, you feel seen, you feel heard and cared for. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, I wanted to come on here and discuss health diagnosis and what has been going on with me the last two weeks and counting. So, excuse me, I'm going through my phone. So, as many of you may or may not know, I was hospitalized two weeks ago due to neck and back pain and losing feeling in my whole left arm. So what I didn't know that it was, I guess, some more severe things going on inside of my body. So for months now, it's been about three months or so, I have had neck and upper back pain. And depending on the way I would move my neck, I would get like this, like shock in my back. Like it would like shoot through my back but my feet would tingle and this said this was going on for months and I guess being who I am just oh I'm fine not worried about it or not thinking too much of it I just continued on with everyday life right so this particular Sunday I woke up and I was beginning to start my day and randomly I lost feeling in my whole left arm. Now, prior to that, like my right hip felt super weird. Like it was like super painful. And then right after that, my whole left arm went numb. And it went numb, but it hurt. And like I say that and it makes no sense to me. So it may not make any sense to you guys. But my whole left arm was numb, but it hurt make it make sense right so I went to urgent care urgent care treated me for back spasm and sent me on my way and I'm like you know a back spasm makes your arm go numb so whatever you know I returned home not doing much laying around trying to get feeling back in my left arm so the feeling like slowly started to come back but it was not my arm wasn't orming (laughs) so I ended up going to uh, a local hospital local emergency room and I got there and they done an x-ray and a ct scan and well prior to that the doctor said oh well sounds like you know you tore your rotator's cup and I'm like what I didn't you know I sat here and told you a plethora of symptoms I was having and the best you can describe is uh torn rotator's cup so after I questioned him on what he thought was wrong he then ordered a CT scan so the CT scan had showed that I had bulging disc aka um disc herniation so after 12 hours of being in this hospital I was transferred to another hospital and upon my arrival, I was already admitted, went straight, you know, to my room and 
you know, I was on a liquid diet for hours. Um, I couldn't get up without supervision. Like it was, it was just a sucky moment experience. So, you know, I get blood work done. I get uh, MRI. The MRI has showed that I have, ha- I've, I have, I'm trying to tell you everything in order, but it's going to be out of order. It may not make sense to you guys because some of it I'm still trying to process. But I have, so there's six discs in our necks. Three of my six discs are damaged to different extent, different levels, which was causing the neck pain and upper back pain, which caused me to lose filling in my arm. Now... I have had multiple symptoms that now I know are associated with my herniated disc. But again, like I'm not one to like, you know, stub my toe and I go run into the emergency room. Like it takes a lot for me to seek medical treatment. Um, so, you know, the tingling in the feet and the hands, every, every, my symptoms started to make sense. So after further evaluation, I was told that I have cervical spinal stenosis. Let me make sure I'm saying that correctly. Excuse me, guys. Sorry. Um, Cervical spinal stenosis, which that means that my spinal canal is narrowing, which is causing pressure on my nerves which is why I'm having the numbness, pins and needles, the paralysis feelings going on throughout my body. Um, I also have, which that is, has caused cervical myelopathy and cervical radiculopathy. It sounds ridiculous, right? This whole process has been ridiculous. Um, but those two terms pretty much mean that the nerves, in my spine are creating different um, symptoms in different parts of my body. So if I'm not mistaken, the the cervical myelopathy has to do with my arm and my shoulder. So that's why I was losing, I lost the feeling in my arm, my fingers and my, like my back hurts and stuff because of myelopathy. Now, radiculopathy, cervical radiculopathy is pretty much my legs while I was losing filling in my legs and my feet. So I also have arthritis in my neck. So pretty much, and everyone's question is, well, how did you, how did you hurt your neck? I honestly, I don't know. Um, you know, I was asked, was I in a car accident? Did I fall? You know, any kind of trauma to my body? And the answer is No. But I've had this pain for so long that I don't know, maybe I tried to lift something heavy. Um, I I can't recall because I've had it so long. So I am out of work and my return date is to be announced because I have to get, first of all, I have to get my symptoms under control. Now, for my experience, it kind of doesn't matter what I'm doing to experience symptoms, to become symptomatic. I could be laying on the couch and, you know, all of a sudden I start to lose feeling. I could be walking, you know, or driving 
So it's not just one thing that has triggered my body or I guess my nerve to make me lose feeling or numbness or pins and needles throughout my body. So I'm out of work. Um, I cannot drive. I do have a soft neck collar that I, I got to sneeze. Mm, excuse me. I do have a soft neck collar that I'm required to wear um, anytime I'm up and I'm moving around because they want my doctors want me to to try to alleviate any sudden movements of my neck to I guess to um, so I won't do any more damage. Now, speaking of any more damage, I had a referral the day after I got out of the hospital, I had a referral to start physical therapy. So, you know, I clicked the referral, referral, everything's digital, and I scheduled my physical therapy appointment. And when I say I left physical therapy frustrated and feeling worse than before I went in, like no exaggeration. And for me, it like I have a, a high pain tolerance. So me, Again, like I'm not crying over a stub toe or, I, you know, I smash my finger. It has to be something like really hardcore that's bothering me for me to cry or complain. But, you know, I was on social media joking like, you know, during the army crawl, like I couldn't walk. Like literally I could barely walk when I left PT. And it's like he aggravated my whole body. So fast forward. You know, I had my follow-up appointment with the spinal surgeon and he made me aware that I should have not started PT. Um, I'm not ready for the strengthening parts that comes with PT because I'm, my symptoms are still new. They're fresh and my body's not ready. So it was a disappointment to only to not, only to not hear that I shouldn't have started therapy but also the things that the PT had me doing were out of my scope. So according to the uh, spinal surgeon, he told me the things that I was doing was things they do with people who were like two months post-surgery. So he's concerned that, my spinal surgeon, he's concerned that my PT may have done more damage because now I have worse and different symptoms. So story of my life, right? So um, we talked about surgery and I watched the video and because my symptoms, I, I because I, I brushed everything off for so long, I think it my, I may have not have required surgery if I would have got this under control or, you know, checked, looked after when I first started having symptoms. So, you know, I was having symptoms and I was still doing everything and anything under the sun and moving my body and aggravating my body because I just thought it was neck and back pain. And now the pain has spread to my entire back. So, and you know, it's in spurts. So I may feel perfectly fine at five o'clock and then at 525 my foot's numb or my knees are weak or I can't walk straight or now my fingers are tingling like my left arm like I can do this all day long in my right arm my left arm this is about as high as I can raise it without pain anything higher than that 
I have pain all in here. My fingers start to tingle. My neck hurts. Like it, it's just my symptoms are intermittent, but they're everywhere. Sometimes all at once, sometimes in spurts. Like I've I've never had my kneecaps go numb before, which is like what? Like my kneecaps, like they go numb. They hurt, but they go numb, and I lose my I lose my balance because I can't walk. Um, the tingling in my feet, my calves tightening. Like there's so many things. It's it's pretty much just muscle weakness, and I can't control it. So you know I'm on medication. I'm on narcotics. I'm on you know NSAIDs. What they're called is what's their uh, non-anti-inflammatory medication or something like that. Um, so um, the first, I guess. There's stages to, there's levels to things before surgery, but because I have significant um, uh, spinal narrowing, I'm kind of required to have surgery at this point because first of all, you can't reverse it. I can't reverse my spinal um, damage. My spine is, is, is narrow and it's flattening. So that is what's causing pressure on my nerve, which is causing the numbness, tingling, pins and needles, and a paralysis throughout my body. Um, so surgery has been a topic. I'm a little afraid of that because they have to go in my neck. Now, I guess when you hear spine, you always think you're back. Same thing I thought until the, the presentation of how the surgery will go was presented to me. So the surgery is, is a, it's called ACDF, it's an anterior cervical discectomy and fuse or fusion or something like that. So what they will pretty much do is they will go in my neck and they would, I guess, space out my disc and they will take a bone grab from my hip put it in the in between the disc and that's supposed to alleviate the pressure that's on my nerves um and then they will use spy uh screws or like a metal plate to keep everything intact after that they were pretty much sew me back up and hope for the best now i say hope for the best because there are some risks that come with this procedure so because it's close to my vocal cords and my esophagus, there is a low risk of vocal cord damage, of esophagus damage, and even my nerves. So not even just damage in my, in my um, vocal cords or my, uh, it's, I gotta say asparagus, <laughs> it's esophagus, but there's also a risk of damaging my nerves which can lead to, you know, short-term or permanent voice problem issues, voice box issues, voice, I guess my tone of voice can change. Um, I also may not be able to swallow. Also, there's a low level risk of paralysis. It can either be from my um, hips down or my neck down. So that will leave me wheelchair bound. Um, there's also a risk that once the bone graft and the screws are placed in that, I guess the tissue won't grow around the procedure and it won't fuse. 
which will require another procedure. And there's also a risk that all the symptoms I'm currently having may not fully go away. So it's kind of like a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of moment situation. However, if I don't get the surgery, I run the risk of permanent nerve damage. And then I still will have to be either or whether I do or don't get the surgery, I still will have to, it's like the, the range of motion in my neck will most likely will decrease with the surgery. If I don't get the surgery, now I have to be extra cautious about how I move my neck, how I twist, how I bend, you know, the things I pick up because that can create more trauma to my spine. So it's like, what is a girl to do? What's the best option here? Um, I'm a little afraid because that's my neck. First of all, this isn't like, you know, ankle surgery or knee surgery. You know, I've had two knee surgeries and I was a little nervous going into both, but I can only imagine how well I would feel going into have neck slash spinal surgery because if I I can go in there walking and come out not walking um and also it's the risk of my vocal cords now I'm scheduled to start summer school next month May 12th so in our online classes so I wouldn't be able to participate the way I need to even down to real estate right now I wouldn't be able to be effective with anything because one, I have to recover physically and I guess vocally. So it's really the timing, you know, for me is very, it's off. I guess for higher power, you know, he's right on time with everything. But for me, it just seems like, oh, this couldn't happen at a better moment, right? So I'm a little torn about what I should do because one is, is surgery on my neck and it is going to delay a lot of things, a lot of plans that I had, that I had, not that higher power had. So apparently I'm not, what I wanted doesn't matter right now, but I'm confused about what's the right decision to make here because... This isn't just a in and out, you'll be back to work in a few days. Now, if I don't get the surgery, I'm still going to be out of work for another like six to eight weeks. Just because of observations and to see if my body reacts better to the medication, to the resting. And then, you know, I guess at some point I will start PT. But as of now, that's not, physical therapy is not, not in my plan, um, not in my doctor's plan for me. So, I don't know what life looks like for me. Um, I don't know how I can efficiently and effectively take care of my household needs, my kids, my everyday, everyday daily responsibilities, you know, keep a roof over our head, food and refrigerator. I don't know. You know, I, I, I was told to sign up for disability and all kind of things. Um, I've never had to do those things before, so I'm kind of like lost in a sauce about where to even begin with that stuff. Um, I have been making phone calls to, to get the answers and hopefully I get satisfying results. But as of now, everything is just like, I'm just out here on a limb. 
I can't drive for two reasons. One, because I can't turn my neck and, and bend and twist, but also because I'm on narcotics. Uh, well, three things, actually, because, you know, at any given moment, my feet or my legs may give out. That's not good for me or anybody else on the road. So, you know, a few people have said a work from home job. That is a possibility. However, with me getting ready to start school, you know, I would have to be against like a part time thing or something. And then even with that, I can't sit for long periods of time. Like right now, I'm I should have already stood up um, to kind of like relax my body, my muscles and my the pressure um, on my spine. But I just don't know. I don't know. You know, I have many people praying for me and wishing for the best. But, you know, I joke around and say, like, God's treat me like his stepchild. Because if, if you guys know, I've, I've been through a lot of mess. And it's like, it's just, it's never ending. Um, or it ends and I feel like, you know, I'm at the, the end of the tunnel where here's the light. And it's like something else happens. And now I'm just pulled further back in the tunnel to start all over again. So, you know, I try to stay encouraged. I try not to wear the frustration and hurt and um, worry on my face. And I think a lot of people assume that I'm okay because I don't, typically I don't let it show. And I don't know if that's a trauma response or what, but it's, I think it's unhealthy, honestly, because, you know, I could be full of pain and I'm like, I'm okay, I'm fine. And I wear this pretty big smile and everybody thinks I'm fine. But Honestly, I'm, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of worry. And as many people say, give it to God. You know, I feel like I'm in a season where he's not listening to me, if I could be honest. And it's making me frustrated because I'm worried. You know, I live in a completely different state and it's just me and my, my daughters. And financially, things have hit the fan. And unless I get some income coming in here, we're not going to have a fan. You know, and I, I, as much as it will hurt me to go back to Pennsylvania, I don't think I can do that. You know, and and I don't want to think about evictions and homelessness and all that stuff. But it's a possibility because I don't have any income coming in. I have no income. Now, I'm praying that somehow I could get some kind of assistance, government help disability that that is you know sufficient to help me with expenses um but as of now I really don't know you know I started a GoFundMe page I have had a little success um but I still have a long way to go and as much as it pained me to have had to ask publicly for help it's still like making me cringe and you know I have not reshared that post because it's just it's like I don't know a pride thing I guess, but it's just like, I need help, but I do not want to keep posting this GoFundMe link, you know, and I'm just hoping, like, I just go outside and there's a duffel bag full of money in there, and I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm full of greed, but although I have this physical disability right now, it feels like my financial situation is do or die. Um, so again, it's like, it's too, I have too much pride that continue to ask, but it's kind of like I need, so I don't know how to find that balance to 
not feel so uh, embarrassed because I need help. But so, yeah, so I think I've covered pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, so you guys can con- continue to pray for me and send me all the love and well wishes. Um, I do go see the spinal surgeon surgeon again on Tuesday. I don't know if I'm ready to set a date with anything yet. Cause again, like I have so everything was mapped out and it's not mapping how it was supposed to map. And I don't want to have to delay school because I have one more year left to finish, um, my degree. So it's just, I don't know. I don't know. And like moving back to Pittsburgh is just not an option. So I have to figure this out. I just don't know which way to, which direction to look or turn. Because I feel like I'm not doing enough by sitting still. And I feel like I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm begging. And gosh, is not listening to me. Like, like I, I'm not hearing any signs. I'm not seeing any numbers. You know, I'm not feeling anything. And I don't know. Like, it, it's worrying me. So... I guess this is where I tighten up my faith and just believe that everything will work out the way it's supposed to, you know, whether I agree or I I don't agree with the outcome. But I feel like I was just I was just hidden. I would I just gained my second win and here we are. So yes, I think I've I've pretty much covered everything. Um, I know a few people asked me, did this um, issue have anything to do with my sarcoidosis from, you know, the things I told my my physicians and the the surgeons? No, it's just, you know, I guess over time we all have, I guess, um, deterioration of our spine, but whatever has caused my disc to rupture. So the way it was described to me is it's like eating a jelly donut. And when you bite the donut, of course, the jelly comes squirting out. So the disc in our necks have like fluid between them. And I guess that's what keeps our necks functioning and we're able to twist, turn and all that stuff. So with my disc, the fluid has pretty much pushed itself out of the disc. And that is what's causing the narrowing of my spinal canal the flattening of my spinal canal and that's what's also causing the pressure on my nerves so it's like everything is a domino effect pretty much that's where the cervical malopathy came from and that's where the cervical radiculopathy has come from as long as well as the cervical uh spinal stenosis so yeah um i have thought about getting a second opinion pertaining to surgery but I'm I'm uncertain if I would do that because everything the dots have connected for me everything makes sense you know from my diagnosis to my symptoms I understand why I'm having these symptoms is because of this like I've been on Google and YouTube and it like you know researching it so it pretty much all makes sense to me and I have read you know the different levels of um I guess the different steps you need to take to quote unquote heal, but there's really no healing. It's just um, 
pretty much slowing down the process of my spinal my spinal canal deteriorating. So, you know, it's just a decision I have to make. And it may have to be a game time decision. It may be a decision that I can hold off for as long as I can. But I do know that the more damage that is done to my nerves, you know, the higher chance of me of those of those nerves being permanently damaged. So again, you know, what's the best choice and when do I make this choice? So that's pretty much it. That's all for me. I hope I was able to explain my diagnosis a little better. Um my back is is hurting. So I'm getting ready to get off of here and relax the rest of the day. So I hope everyone has a safe, blessed week. I hope you guys surround yourself with people who make you feel seen, heard, cared for, loved, appreciated, and continue to pray for me. And if you guys find it in your heart that you want to, you know, help me with my financial needs, I will put the GoFundMe link and my Cash App link in this description box. And yeah, so thank you guys for your prayers and your support. And we're going to get through this. I don't know the outcome of it yet, but we're going to get through this. So thank you guys for watching. And until next time.